Hi everyone, Little Dutty Donuts here with a special bonus episode of Kids Poetry Club. I'm heading into the club early today to take a look at the poems you've already received for the spring competition. The deadline is April the 30th and so there's still plenty of time to send in more spring poems. It's been so wonderful to receive the poems and drawings that have already come in. A massive thank you to everyone who sent them in. To help me manage them all, Queenie and Chicken spent yesterday evening sorting your poems into piles. Hopefully they made a lot of progress. Well, I'm here now. Let's see how they did. Let's turn the light on and see where the poems are. Oh my! Queenie's here asleep with her head on the table. I wonder if she's been here all night. There are certainly stacks of poems all over the club. Someone's been really busy. Oh, let me check the kitchen. Oh, no, we're out of tuna. Poor Queenie. She's talking in her sleep. She must be exhausted and there's no sign of chicken. I bet she's asleep too in one of the cupboards. I better figure out a way of waking Queenie up so that she can tell me all about these stacks of poems. Um, well, I don't want to startle her. I know, I'll play the intro music. That'll definitely wake her up. So, while I play the music and wake up Queenie, get wriggling around to find a comfortable spot. Welcome to this bonus episode of Kids Poetry Club. Hi, Queenie. Queenie, are you awake now? Oh my gosh, little Dazzy Donuts, was I asleep? I was having a nightmare about not having any tuna for my tuna banana sandwiches. It was awful. I'm glad you woke me up. Oh, what time is it? Well, it's morning, Queenie. I think you may have slept in the club the whole night. Oh, I did? Oh, no. Let's see. I remember that Posty Dale delivered all of the poems in boxes. Then Chicken and I started reading them. There were just so many, and they were all so good. I wanted to make sure that we read them all. But after a few hours, my eyelids started to feel heavy, and I told Chicken that I was going to take a short nap. That's the last thing I remember until you woke me up with the intro music. Well, it looks like you've made amazing progress with the poems. They're stacked in piles all the way round the room. Thank you. We were, what's the word? Uh, methodical. That's the word. We were methodical. Chicken and I agreed that we'd read the poems and put them into categories. Although, it turns out that Chicken's allergic to cats. And so we couldn't have categories. She insisted we call them henagories. <laughs> well, whatever you call them, you certainly have a lot of them. Oh, yes, we do. We each took half of the poems, but we couldn't agree on the actual henagories to use. So we actually used two different systems. Here are my stacks over here along this front wall. Oh, yes, I like how you label them clearly. Thank you. Let's see. Um, we have a stack here labeled flowers. Yes, that contains all of the poems that are about spring flowers. 
Wonderful. Then your other stacks are labeled trees, um, animals, weather, oh, and, and bees. That's so helpful. Now, what are all of the poems over there along the back wall? Well, those are the poems the chicken read and put into henegories. And why is there just one massive stack of poems down there? Oh, that's just chicken's system. I stack my bi-topic, but chicken just wanted to sort her poems into two stacks. One for the poems that included a chicken in them, and one for the poems that didn't. Well, it turns out that none of the poems have chickens, and so chicken just has one large stack of non-chicken poems. Now, I know that you and chicken aren't the competition judges, but I bet you found some poems that you both really liked. We did! We found so many! Chicken helped me by putting her footprint in ink on the poems we wanted to show you. Now, where's chicken? Chicken? Chicken! Oh, there you are! Have you just woken up, chicken? Yes, me too! Well, I'm glad you're awake now. Can you remind me where the poems are for Little Dazzy Donuts? Oh, yes, here they are! Thanks, chicken! Why don't you wriggle around to find a comfortable spot and you can listen to these too. Here's the first one. Excellent. Ah, I see that this first one comes from David in Australia and is called What is Spring? What a great question. Queenie, we have a recording of David reading his own poem. Why don't you play it so that everyone can hear what spring means to him? Here goes. What is spring? Flowers of spring, beautiful blooms slowly opening. What is spring? Baby birds of spring, hatching from eggs with soft feathered wings. What is spring? Buzzing bees of spring, dancing on flowers as the birds sing. What is spring? New life is spring, miracles of nature about to begin. Oh, I like that poem, Little Dazzy Donuts. I really like the images David uses, especially buzzing bees dancing on flowers. If I was a bee, I'd buzz a little tune and dance to it on flowers too. I bet you would, Queenie. Thank you, David. How wonderful to hear your poem. And thank you for sending it in from Australia. I'm going to look at the flowers in my garden now to see the buzzing bees dancing on them. So, Queenie... Do you have another poem with a chicken footprint on? Uh, let's see here. Oh, this one has tuna and banana sandwich stains on it. Whoops! Let me wipe those off with a tissue. Yippee! This poem also has a chicken footprint on it. Here it is! Thanks, Queenie. Let's see. Oh, yes, this poem is called Spring is Here and was written by Zion, who lives in England. Queenie, can you play Zion's recording for us, please? Spring is here, spring is here, winter is gone and two flowers appear. Three little wrongs begin to sing, four bicycle bells begin to ring. Five children come out and jump the rope, spring is here, now I hope, I hope. My gosh, little Dazzy Donuts, Zion's poem is so full of hope. I could just picture winter ending and spring starting, and when it does, there's so much activity. When spring comes around, I always go on lots of hikes and visit all the places I couldn't get to during winter. You're right, Queenie. Spring is full of hope, and we come out of our homes after a dark, cold winter, and it's like 
life restarts. Zion did such a great job of describing that. Thank you so much for your poem. So, Queenie, do you have another chicken footprint poem? Yes, I do. Actually, this poem has one, two, three, four, five, six, six footprints on it. Six footprints? What does that even mean, chicken? <laughs> oh, okay, that makes sense. Little Dowsy Donuts, chicken says that it means that she accidentally stepped on the ink pad and walked all over the poem. <laughs> oh, well. Fortunately, we can still see all of the words. It's from Dylan in England. Here, I'll play Dylan's recording for you. Where is God, the people say, as the bombs fall and the cities crumble, as the children starve and their tummies rumble, as the air we breathe chokes us and the icebergs melt, as the earth burns and our fears are felt, as people kill and the streets are full of dangers, as we live our lives and our neighbours become strangers. Where is hope, the people say, as the sun rises and the birds sing, as the moon and stars shine and winter turns to spring, as children laugh and play and our friendships are made, as music fills the day and our fears begin to fade. Here is God, the people say. Thank you, Dylan. Your poem does a wonderful job of highlighting how winter can feel so challenging and how spring then provides a much-needed sense of hope. I like the idea of spring being when we hear children laugh and play and when friendships are made. Thank you so much for submitting your poem and for recording it too. OK, Queenie, who's up next? Oh, this one here has a lovely chicken footprint. It's a poem from Emily from England. And her poem is called Hair Today. Here, let me play it for you now. Hair today, gone tomorrow. The rabbit came with no sorrow. Hair tomorrow, gone today. The rabbit just hopped away. Hair today, then gone back. The rabbit sh will keep coming back. Gone back, then hair. The rabbit is doing it air. Hair today, then ran out. The rabbit leaves without a doubt. Hair today and is staying, the rabbit is playing and playing. Hair today, quick as a flash, the rabbit runs in a dash. Hair today, hair tomorrow, the rabbit is eating sorrow. Gone today, gone tomorrow, we feel very sorrow. Gone tomorrow, gone today, the rabbit hasn't had a play. Hey, thank you, Emily. I really like how your poem plays on the word hair. The line... Hair today, gone tomorrow, really made me giggle. Thank you for writing your poem and for reading it so nicely. Little Dazzy Donuts, I have so many poems here with chicken footprints on them and I know we're running out of time. Do you think we have enough time for one more today and then we can listen to more next week? I love that idea, Queenie. Let's listen to one more today and then we'll do another bonus episode next week. I love a bonus episode. Okay, I'd love to finish with this poem. Chicken made a really large ink footprint on this one. This poem comes from Frida, who lives in the United States, and her poem is called Spring. I'll play the recording now. Flowers blooming, warm sun shining, birds flying all around. Animals peek out of dens and see no more snow is on the ground. I come out of my house. 
A bumblebee flies by. What a fuzzy little thing! They come out at spring. I touch it, but ouch, a sting! I regret touching that thing. Wow, Frida, I really like your poem. You know, I've never been stung by a bee, but I have been stung by a wasp, and that hurt. Not for long, but long enough to ensure that I moaned about it to everyone I saw that day. What about you, Queenie? Have you ever been stung by a bee? Oh, I haven't. Bees and I are friends. When I go on a hike, I talk to the bees as they fly by me, and I like listening to the music they make with their buzzing. They never seem to sting me. I wonder if the bees have a name for me, like Queenie, friend of the bees. I bet they do, Queenie. Okay, well, a massive thanks to Frida for her wonderful poem. As that was our last poem for this episode, I'll save all of the others for next week. You know what? That last poem about bees has given me a really good idea for how we could make next week's bonus episode even more special. Oh, I can't wait to surprise you with my idea next week. Well, Queenie, that sounds really interesting and also a little ominous. Based on your past surprises, I should probably be both excited and worried. For sure I'm looking forward to next week's bonus so that we can hear more competition poems read by their poet authors and also find out exactly what surprise Queenie has in store for me. In the meantime, let's wrap up this week's bonus by saying a special thank you to Queenie and Chicken for all of their hard work and most importantly to the five poets we heard from today. David, Zion, Dylan, Emily and Frida. If you want to enter the spring competition like they did, just check out the details at the website, kidspoetryclub.com. I can't wait to read your poem or see your drawing. Before we go, I should remind you that we'll have a normal 15-minute episode on Monday. I wonder what the topic will be. It's been so lovely to spend time with you all today. I hope you enjoyed yourself and hope you'll be back for more next time the club meets. Queenie, can you play the music for us while I read some more of these wonderful poems? I sure can. Oh, gosh, now which button is it again? Oh, there are just so many buttons. Hmm. Oh, I bet it's this one here. Oh, no, that was the light switch. Now we can't see anything. Uh, oh, oh, my God. Let me find the music button. Oh, gosh. Oh, I think I just turned the toaster on. Oh, I love toast. Oh, wait. There we go. Now, where's the light switch? Oh, it's just so dark in here. 